Hello, welcome to Press Throw by Track. I'm your host, Darren. Today, we're going to be talking about Breakfast Can Wait from, eventually, Artificial Age. Uh, although this song was recorded in 2012 at Paisley Park and released on the 3rd of September 2013, although previously it had been streamed on the 5th of February 2013 on thirdeyegirl.com, uh, available as like a download. Um, and then obviously there was also a video that was kind of done for it. All of this was done before Prince had any idea of what album he was going to be releasing in 2014. So it was almost a year before, which I think in terms of like Prince singles is a bit of a record because generally Prince would already have a full album and they just put the singles out a couple of weeks or a couple of months before the, the actual album came out. Whereas in this case, like more than a year is is quite a distance. And when you take it back to the February, it's like almost 18 months before the album eventually came out. Uh, on the track, it is Prince and apparently Joshua Welton. Uh, apparently, I don't know what his involvement is. Obviously, he ended up being the producer on Artificial Age, but I don't know that he was producing stuff at this time. But uh, he did do a number of remixes for the single, so one can only guess that he was still involved with doing stuff on this track, uh, you know, when it was recorded. The track is 356, and joining me to talk about today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. This is probably one of the times where, um, you know, Prince, I don't know why, but he, he kind of got into memes. Uh, he was he was on he was on Twitter around this time as Third Eye Girl on the version of this song which was released on Third Eye Tunes. You have a picture of Dave Chappelle uh, dressed as Prince uh, with a uh, a plate that has some pancakes on, and uh, this was from a 2004 sketch, um, you know, from the Chappelle Show, which uh, relays the story that Charlie Murphy, uh, rest in peace. Um, told about the time that he played basketball against Prince and how, you know, he talks about how... I'm not going to retell the whole thing because it's worth just, you know, going and seeing the sketch. Um, or even, you know, if you could probably find Charlie Murphy on some kind of like a talk shows telling the same story where he talks about how Prince uh, and his, uh, you know, his band or, or whoever was there, you know, his crew were dressed in like ruffled shirts and they played basketball, you know, in, in those shirts and uh, everyone else kind of played in normal equipment. And, you know, basically Prince kind of schooled uh, Charlie Murphy on, on you know, basketball. But, you know, this is this is something that, uh, you know, Prince was well known for being a huge basketball fan. He played, you know, basketball for his high school team. You know, there's pictures of him with his, uh, you know, uh, in his yearbook with him uh, kind of on the team. Uh, so he was known for being like a really big basketball fan. He was also a driver behind uh, the expansion teams um, and one coming to uh, to Minneapolis. So the Timberwolves, I don't think he kind of had any financial involvement or anything, but I think he certainly made the case to the NBA that, you know, Minneapolis was a city that deserved to have, uh, you know, a basketball franchise. Um, and, you know, the Timberwolves obviously for a number of years were very successful uh, on the back of a teenager, effectively, uh, when they drafted Kevin Garnett. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so, you know, Prince was known for being courtside at the Timberwolves games. There were many, since Prince's death, the Timberwolves have had many different kind of like Prince nights. There's always kind of, uh, you know, promotions going on. Um, there's there's a, I think there's a game this year where they're all going to be coming out dressed in like the, the purple yeah, the, uh, uniforms. Like um, purple um, and gold jerseys or something like that. There's, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like they so, like, like purple umbrellas and it's just a lot of cool purple stuff and, um, I've seen the Timberwolves fonts and the Purple Rain fonts like mixed together on some promotion and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Prince has effectively been part of their brand identity for a while. Most recently, I think uh, Valentine's Day this year, uh, Sheila E. did like a tribute to Prince. Uh, she came out and did like uh, oh, the glamorous yeah. life and a few other songs, and you know she had like she came out to like the uh, the drum at the, at the start of Sign of the Times, and then she kind of sat at the kit and kind of did part of the solo that's that's on the on the Sign of the Times film, and then kind of sang the glamorous life on you know and center court, uh, you know so yeah like the Timberwolves have very much kind of you know been a part of of the kind of they've 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 used Prince as much as Prince used them. But also, you know, it comes from the fact that Prince, you know, was genuinely, you know, a huge basketball fan. And that's just one of the things that comes out of the, uh, you know, the Charlie Murphy story. Um, and, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle, uh, it's <laughs> he basically <laughs> said, like at the time when this when Prince kind of did this artwork, he's, you know, like the breakfast can wait thing. And uh, this this kind of font that he used for some of his stuff online and some of the tour stuff that he did in like 2012, 13. Um you know, Dave Chappelle basically said, you know, if you kind of make fun of Prince, he just, you know, turns you into artwork and there's nothing you can do. He's I remember there was a story where he's like, what could I do? I can't I can't like sue him for using an image of me dressed as him. Like it just it just ends up kind of getting like really absurd. So, yeah, the Prince you know, he, judo he, move. Yeah. So he kind of gave his blessing. And, you know, this also one of the things that kind of shows that Prince has a sense of humor. Yeah. And, you know, a, a, you know, Prince apparently confirmed the story was true to, you know, when he was interviewed about it and asked about the thing. Because obviously, you know, by by putting this image out there, Prince was obviously saying, you know, that he he and he knew the sketch and he kind of acknowledged the story. And yeah. he said, yeah, it was true. The blaz is one. Yeah. Um, he said you know, everything so. was true, except he didn't make the pancakes. But there were pancakes <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And he said they were good. Um, so I just I so everything about this song kind of starts from that point of view of like the artwork is the first kind of thing and the way that Prince promoted the single, um, you know it did I don't know it did it did kind of sort of all right, um, but in America it got to number twenty six in the uh, you know the adult R and B songs in Europe it kind of did okay you know it didn't chart over here there were a number of remixes that were put out uh, a couple of months after the song was released. Uh, as an EP, uh, you know, the the uh, the Grits and Gravy remix, the Espresso remix, the Honey remix, the Buttermilk remix, which were all done by, um, you know, Joshua Welton. Um, and then it was also issued as a CD promo over here in the UK, but it did not uh, it did not chart. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think kind of Prince's, you know, promotion of it was just kind of like one of the was just like a massive stroke. You know, it's like, you know, Prince being like, you know, here is here is the artwork that features, you know, someone dressed as me from a sketch that, you know, is at this point is like a decade old. And I don't know, it, it kind of got people talking about Prince again. Again, you know, once again, you know, he's like he he, he kind of knew when he wanted to promote stuff, he kind of knew how to do it. And I think all of that was kind of like, a you know, a, a really good kind of uh, move. And then he asked, um, uh, I think, 18 year old Danielle Curell. Curiel to direct a video 
And, um, you know, he's not going to, he said, I'm not going to be in this video. And that kind of gave her the freedom to kind of, and just said, do whatever you want, you know, like take the song and kind of make it your own. And, uh, and that's what she did. You know, there's a, the, there's like a number of dancers in the video. Um, you know, she, she was the director and she also appears in the video as Prince, um, kind of not quite in the same kind of get up as the Dave Chappelle sketch, but kind of similarly dressed. Um, you know, with the kind of the very kind of uh, very thin moustache and, you know, kind of Prince's look from around that time, basically, but just with with a lot of purple kind of thrown in there, um, you know, and she was just kind of allowed to do whatever she want. And then she kind of delivered it to Prince. He put it onto the, you know, the Third Eye Girl YouTube account, like a, a, a kind of teaser of it. Um, and then he, he put it onto the, the Vivo account, uh, neither which I think are, are available now. Um, and you know, uh, it, it got a million views within the first week of it. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, fairly kind of, you know, fairly good going. Um, and then eventually, obviously it found its way onto artificial age, uh, making this the first single from that album, although not really because the album wasn't even thought of when Prince released this single. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's like this kind of put Prince back into the mainstream. Yeah. just before the you know kind of for for about six months just before the release of the album um and it was just like you know um you know prince was kind of like yeah this is you know this is this is my new song um uh, after this he started he like put stuff out on um uh, on like soundcloud and i remember yeah. him tweeting a couple of songs and yeah. i don't know he just he, he would do like, like after kind of streams every once in a while and um it was really cool for like um especially like someone like me who at the time was like a pretty active on soundcloud and that was a very um it was it was a very a lot of youth were using it at the time for mixtapes and freestyles and um it was it just it was just like the way for music distribution at the time um but it always was really cool to me that like prince this big artist was like one of the the people that ended up using it and it was the first time like i remember like people that were like my friends like in my age bracket kind of had some kind of awareness of prince i heard this song on the radio a couple times um of course you know the dave Chappelle um talk cover and stuff like that and they heard about him talking about it and um and then a year later prince did the snl um, show and it was it was cool it was like the first time that I could like talk to someone my age about Prince and it was it was um a conversation could happen that could be like a cool little like back and forth because um breakfast can wait was it was, it was a little bit of a comeback I, I would go as far as even saying that yeah I mean you know at this point you know uh, 2010 had, had kind of come out in 2010 and he hadn't really, you know, been releasing stuff, you know, in the in the years after that. He'd been touring quite a bit, but not really releasing any new material. So this was kind of like the first new material in about three years from Prince, uh, or two and a half years, I think, if you go from the release of 2010 to this. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, he also had like, a, you know, Rock and Roll Love Affair and Screwdriver as well were also put online. 
Uh, and also a single called De Bourgeoisie, which uh, is just a single song, not connected to any albums, just a song by itself and <laughs> never got onto an album. The same with basically his final, the final ever single that Prince released was Free Yourself. And again, not on any albums, just appeared between, you know, between him doing hit and run phase one and two. Uh, I think also the kind of effectively the spiritual follow up to this was the, you know, the, the kind of cover with him and Apollonia for uh, This Could Be Us. Yeah, um, which was also know. kind of a meme cover and kind of a meme yeah. response in of itself. <laughs> yeah, so, but, you know, obviously I'll talk about that once I get to that track. But, yeah, like, the Prince kind of seemed to get a kind of, in, in the kind of, you know, from kind of like 2012 onwards, Prince seemed to have a firm grasp of how to do Twitter and memes and, oh, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Princegram. That was, um, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, he was kind of it almost seemed for a, a good little bit he was embracing the internet for the first time in a while and having fun with it before he kind of um went off of it again so it was it was fun it was a really fun time to be a prince fan during um breakfast and wait artificial age uh but i would say you know breakfast and wait would only work you know if the song was as strong as the memeing and I think, you know, it's a really good song, you know, yeah. I kind of, I love, I love the fact that you kind of, you know, as Prince got older, he kind of, I wouldn't say he got less religious, but certainly he became a little less restrained on some songs. Yeah. And so, you know, and this is discussed as well by the director of the video where she was like, the song is already, you know, uh, you know, food as metaphor for sex. So, so she, so she, so in the video, she kind of went away from that because she felt it was already there in the song and she didn't need to kind of like double down. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of love the, the kind of, you know, Prince opening by saying, Hey baby, uh, where you going? No, please don't rush off so soon. If you're going <laughs> to leave me like this, what am I going to do? And then, you know, we have this, like, I mean, just a wonderful chorus, you know, the finally my eyes are open. I dream about you all night long. The only thing that I've been hoping for is before you go to work, babe we get it on uh i ain't trying to make you blush but i just wanted to tell you i think you're great i know you're late but i need another taste breakfast can wait and i don't know just everything about that chorus is so good oh yeah it's just um, so much fun that, that that's just it brings like a smile to my face the delivery of it <laughs> um the pitches in that the little um pause before the breakfast can wait um yeah, yeah. this is just a really fun um song and the chorus was just it was it was really 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 cool now and i just love the kind of i need another taste like the way he like the way he just sings certain and puts like emphasis on stuff and the whole kind of you know like the only thing i've been hoping for is before you go to work babe like just the little kind of rushes on certain lines and the kind of when he kind of sings other stuff kind of you know we get it on like just kind of the emphasis is just so great like between the different lines yeah um, and the whole kind of like when he's saying break like obviously you know most people won't use kind of like sex as a metaphor for breakfast or like breakfast is talking about sex but in this case he's literally saying he doesn't want breakfast before they have breakfast. He wants, you know, he's been, he's literally been dreaming about it, you know, before he even opens his eyes. The only thing he's thinking about is, you know, having some morning sex with this person before they go. And I like as well, the whole kind of like, I ain't trying to make you blush, you know, like just Prince admitting that like his thoughts are a little bit more explicit than we've (laughs) kind of known for like the last decade. It's just wonderful. Um, And I like as well how like on the verses, it is literally just long descriptions of food. 
Um, like that's literally what he does. Like it's the whole kind of grits and gravy, cheese, eggs and jam. Uh, can nobody cook it like you girl, no man. No here man. in this early morning, here in this early morning needs something else on my plate. I think I want another bite of your breakfast can wait. So it, it's like he starts off describing the breakfast, but then he, he talks about another, I want another bite of you. Uh, and obviously in the chorus, it's I want another taste, you know, like, so it's very, I don't know, I love that when Prince kind of does this kind of metaphor thing of mixing the different senses. Um, and I like as well, he's like, you really put it on me. You shut it down last night. I thought the police were going to come uh, loud. Yeah, crying. And then he's like, I ain't trying to make a brush. I just think you're great. Ain't no need to rush. Breakfast can wait. Um uh, yeah, and all this kind of, I don't know, I just love the, the hot cake smothered in honey. And I love the oh, kind yeah. of, wait a minute, yeah, we're going to have to pass. <laughs> I, the whole fresh cup of coffee. Yeah, no, no. I'd rather have you in my, I'd rather have you in my glass is probably one of the be- the greatest lines in the song. Um, you know, the only thing that's going to sweeten my tongue, the only thing that's going to last now is another bite of you, babe. Breakfast can wait. Uh, and then, I, I don't know, I love I love as well when he gets the breakfast breakfast can wait um, yeah dude, just the whole delivery of that line just um the as you were saying earlier the whole just rhythms of how he's um pronouncing and the emphasis on some of the lines everything just hits so well on this yeah. song and i like as well that he sets up the police where he's like i think i thought last night the police were going to come because we're so loud and then later on in the third verse he's like can't even stop if the police come i got double time kick drum <laughs> You know, and I, lo- I kind of love his little, you know, you can't leave a black man in the state. Oh, no. Breakfast. Breakfast can wait. Uh, and the whole come here, baby, let me put you on my plate. And I love I love as well, kind of in between the breakfast can wait. He's like, you better call your job. Tell him you're going to be late. Um, and then for the final kind of like, I don't know, for the final kind of like 30 seconds of the song, yep. you get this kind of weird high voice thing where he says Prince is in charge now. Um, you know, you're the only thing I need, sweetness on my tongue. Come here, baby, let me show you where I'm from. And it's like, it's not Camille, because obviously Camille was, you know, a little bit kind of lower tone than this, but yeah. it's just like Prince kind of putting on like a really high voice yeah. and, you know, kind of just, I don't know, having fun with it and just kind of in between the kind of the, the, the breakfast can wait kind of being restated over and over again. He kind of keeps kind of just, I don't know, it feels like he's just improving different lines in between. Just going for it um, on that. And then um, I love the final, final note he sings, the oh yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> it, it ends on just like this like really satisfying note and like the way it kind of crescendos up up it into the yeah and goes up the scale yeah. with it yeah it's just a perfect ending to the lyrics right there yeah i mean i just like i think the thing is like you know prince could obviously you know there's been times in the past where prince has been able to like sell an album or sell a single uh, but then sometimes when you actually get to the album or the single you're like well you know yeah i feel like that you know it, we weren't really selling the best of prince Whereas I feel like this song, you know, the kind of the little kind of keyboard thing, the, you know, the little kind of, uh, you know, like we say, the way he sings certain lines, uh, the kind of playfulness of it, you know, the yeah. kind of bringing in that that kind of high voice at the end. And, yeah. uh, you know, so which, smooth. yeah, everything, everything about it is so well done. Um, and I think it's one of those things where, you know, just hearing this song, 
you know, even if there was never an album attached to it, it would still be like a great Prince song. But then when the announcement of like Artificial Age and stuff came along and everyone kind of knew this was already going to be on there and, you know, uh, This Could Be Us was going to be on there as well. And, you know, I think people were just like, oh, well, this is, you know, this album is going to be like a really kind of fun album. And Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that, you know, the and... breakdown and they were all like <laughs> on there. Expectations were pretty yeah. um, high. And the Artificial Age was the album I was more excited for because of the success of Breakfast Can Wait. Um, yeah. It was just so fun, carefree, just super smooth. Like, Prince was kind of... He felt like the cool uncle, uh, almost. <laughs> like, um, he was just having fun with it. And that's how I... That's always been a reason I've enjoyed Prince is because he really enjoys making music. And I love it when he, um, when it just feels like he's having a blast doing a song, and this just feels so cool, so fun. It, I, I would say it was probably of the 2010s, maybe my pre- favorite Prince song of that time. Yeah. And I think as well, like the whole kind of, uh, you know, the whole kind of aesthetic of like, you know, the Dave Chappelle thing. Um, you know, obviously that's a story, you know, the reason why Prince kind of chose that image was because it's talking about, you know, pancakes being served and which is a food item that is not mentioned in this uh, in this song. So um, but like the idea of breakfast and Prince, you know, and then he kind of turns that into this kind of song. Uh, I just think he's kind of like I'm I, to me, it seems like maybe like maybe Prince had seen like the Chappelle show kind of like on a repeat or something. And just kind of hearing that story about Prince and someone talking about breakfast, maybe he was like. I think that's an idea, you know, like, yep. I think I can kind of do something with that. And, you know, it just kind of, it kind of really, I don't know, everything about the, the song is just kind of, is kind of perfectly executed. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those times where it's like Prince kind of managed to get the kind of the promotion of it and the kind of people talking about it. And then when it, when people actually heard the song, I feel like it delivered on those expectations. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, I feel like Prince almost pretty much embraced this, um, I feel like if I remember correctly, there were even like pajama parties and stuff at Paisley Park around this time to kind of yeah. celebrate with the whole breakfast kind of kind of thing. He was it, it, it was it was cool to see him um, with such good promotion, um, having fun with himself. And then the fact that the song was really good was fantastic, too. It was definitely a very triumphant um, return. And I was um well worth the wait for um a new hit print single and uh you know i think i think we both be in agreement of saying five out of five you know oh, yeah. just five like out of five for sure. ev- everything about it is just so kind of well delivered uh, i think it's a pity that the official video isn't still available like uh on on the prince youtube channel at the moment it's just like one of those picture videos where it's just the album cover uh, and then the song, you know, like which they've they've done for pretty much every single album, with the exception of Hit and Run Part One, which is still exclusive to Tidal. Um, so I don't know why the official video isn't currently available online, but you know, there's a lot of kind of footage that you can find from behind the scenes stuff and in interviews and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why that's missing, but I don't know. Just such a every part of it is so well executed and. You know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, I'm sure there are people who feel like Prince kind of hit his peak in the 80s and never did anything, you know, kind of like uh, that reached those heights since. But I would say that, you know, you could put this song up against pretty much anything from, you know, uh, I don't know, 1999 through to like Love Sexy. You could pretty much put Breakfast Can Wait up against any of those tracks. And it, you know, I feel it's like better than, you know, probably yeah. about let's say 50% of them and yeah. probably kind of on level with the other 50%. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a really good kind of late era Prince. 
um you know and and you know something that uh, i mean i'm mostly a fan of plectrum electrum over artificial age but i feel like breakfast can wait is probably you know kind of the strongest argument for artificial age because it's such a great song um and kind of shows what prince could do you know when he had just a little bit of outside influence from joshua welton <laughs> you know uh it doesn't fall into the trap of being like claustrophobic prince it's just fun prince and you know that kind of you know his sense of humor then comes through in the promotion and i don't know just everything about it it just works really well yeah um so definitely. i feel like we said about as much as we can about breakfast can wait so let's go to plugs is there anything you wish to plug alex yes my twitter handle is alec Raina 98 I love talking about Prince, and um, I'm going to get some grits and gravy. <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. So you can email us, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Alec. Always a pleasure, man. And otherwise, breakfast Remember, can wait. There is really only one destination, and that place is you. All of it. Everything is you.